This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the homebrew. I'm the DM Grant here with Austin Brady. Zaldwin, I'm really trying to get this mind control business working. Cody Smith. Captain Grundle, and I think I hate this king. John Cayley. <laughs> Mr. Goy. <laughs> Skeletal Fortress. And Tyrell Nye. Heavy arms, Oliver. It's hard being smart. <laughs> Last time on the homebrew, the crew finished their journey across the sea and spoke with two iterations of Thorum, a dragon who offered them information on the next waypoint if they killed the king. They also spoke with the king, who offered them the solution to the puzzle cube and an additional 10,000 credits if they killed the dragon. So you guys have been offered some time they said to come back tomorrow to confer amongst yourselves if you would like to. And I can lay out the, the choice here pretty simply. If you guys have any questions, the dragon is offering you uh, kind of like a shortcut, so to speak, to skip this waypoint, give you the information on the next waypoint. And the king is offering you the solution to the puzzle cube for taking the uh, route of trying to kill a dragon and, it, you know, storm this cobalt mountain and that type of thing. So the choice before you now is what do you want to do? Are you taking the shortcut or are you doing things the hard way? And what does that look like? I'm going to stop talking now. All right. So I imagine we we have a day until Thorum or we, we have our secondary meeting with Thorum. Right, until he right. figures out yeah. the contract, and yep. then we go up and sign it. Yeah, I wanted to get a lay of the land. I think we've got it. The contract's going to be bullshit, right? We're only going to be able to ask. We're going to be able to put Zone of Truth or something in that effect on him in order to get an assurance, a guarantee that he's not going to twist a knife in our back. Not the best case scenario. I would like to know more. My brain hungers for the knowledge that is locked inside of his stupid, idiotic head. So here's a, a whole lot of plan that I have with this big brain of mine. We still do have the option to start a rumor or at least challenge the reality uh, that we see in front of us. Uh, your boy can take mass suggestion. Now, I can target up to 12 people in range. We can get Thorm's men to kill him. Uh, we can we can turn the tide of battle. And when I do that, they they don't know that I've done that to them. They don't know that I have uh, made them do this. They can think of it on their own volition. It's a decent starting of the plan, right? How long does it last? I mean, it lasts an hour, but an hour that's perfect. Hour of fighting is a whole lot of time. Actually, what that, if you tell them to restrain him? I'm and sorry. Then I read his mind. Yeah, 24 hours. I'm sorry. It lasts a whole ding dong day. Kill everybody except for 12. We tell them to restrain him. We hold him down. Read his mind. We find out what we want. Then we kill him. And then we get the other information and we get two. We get both. We get everything. How are we gonna kill everyone but twelve, Grundle? Uh, that doesn't seem like a. I didn't think that'd be hard. I mean, we could start just 
casting fireballs until we level up. If only Mad Captain Turn were here, he'd know what to do. Well, every one of them that we kill, I can possibly bring them back, you know, as our. I like that, I like that. I like starting sieges and wars as much as the next guy. It was a pretty large city. It's not a village that we're massacring. It's an entire city that we're theoretically going to lay siege to, to hold down the king. Also, if we can't get the information out of him and we just kill him, there is a real world we have to think about here. I have a boss and an angry dwarf who aren't going to be all too pleased when we come out of here and tell them that we're going to just skip the super smart guy cube and go somewhere else. Oh, yeah, I think Carl will be pissed. Yeah. That's why we gotta read his blind. Like that idea. We can make it happen. I think we can we can have our cake and eat it too if we play this really smart. What? <laughs> <laughs> He's saying we can have the bet we can we can get both, like you said. If we do Alright. Right. Yeah. Take the, everything. Right, uh, right, right. A tertiary option is we kill both of them. I'm gonna write that one down. Tertiary. We, we kill so, all of them. Orders of operations, yeah. What if we go, we kill the dragon? Uh-huh. Wait, we can't kill the dragon. We gotta kill him to get the information out of the dragon. Fuck. Okay. Can we read a dragon's mind with this spell? I mean, what if we kill him, then the dragon dies, or we are forced to kill the dragon as well? <laughs> Who's gonna be easier to get the tech thoughts off on is the question here. <laughs> yeah. Whose mind can we run around easier? Once once Thorum respawns, we can meet him back again, and we can kind of talk it over. Right, but if he respawns, what if the whole game resets? What if we get booted? That's a good question. Well, I think we gotta go back to the forest or some shit, right? Well, before we get booted, I guess we'd have to kill him. Wait, is the boy around? We should put that in the contract. Tell the king that he has to promise us. He can just get us out of this game. Right, that's the thing. We killed the dragon. He's not trying to reset. He's trying to keep things as it. He wants to keep the status quo. Only the dragon wants to reset. That is correct. We killed the dragon. I mean, hopefully he can let us out of the game, the king, right? But there's, you know, that's a whole other thing. Actually, it has not been discussed at all how we're going to get the hell out of here. I mean, we can always leave the game. We go back to the tree, and then we kill ourselves. Yeah, we kill ourselves, right? Feels weird to say. The uh, another option is I could still like I could try to dominate him. Not not in a weird way, but I mean it's not weird between con- consenting adults. Seduce. It's okay. We know you mean it in a weird way. But I I can dominate his mind and essentially get him to. Leave with us. I mean, we could, right. we could essentially take him right to the dragon themselves. Do you think we could pull that off and get him out of there without the homies stopping us? I mean, if he tells them, which can make right. him tell him. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to hurt him at all, right? If we can get him to do it of his own volition, but I mean, we're four wizards standing in a conversation after writing up a contract that we could cast a spell on him it doesn't seem a little sus but again he he won't even know i've cast it right but i'm just looking like if i was a random guard whose life is dedicated to protecting my king would it seem weird 
if suddenly my hyper paranoid king just was like good to go going to the mountain man if we if only we had a hacker that could you know essentially put a mod in the game man that would be crazy right seems a little convenient wait we do have someone like that wait we can't communicate with our friends yeah exactly can we Exactly. Do we have any way to communicate with the guys? No. I think we'd have to kill our ways out of all the simulations. <gasps> one of our, one of us could go kill themselves and go. We could bide for time, and then go get Carl to send to hack his way in and pull shenanigans. There's, there's two problems I have with this idea. One, Carl has to actually be able to hack into the game. The second is, we're not sure how much the time difference is between the simulations to the real world. So, while the one is gone, it could be weeks, months, who knows how long. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I could set a pretty good evil lair in that time. That's all I'm saying. So, one thing we haven't discussed is how we're gonna go get the mad captain out, too. What? what? Is that a thing? Are we doing that? I mean, we could. I thought. I know where we, uh, we were told where he is. Well, the object... Mythicables that summoned some evil thing under the mountain. Right, yeah. And technically, if we kill the king, I'm sure we could get, you know, Solyndril or Borum to help us kill all the kobolds that worship her. Right. Like, that shouldn't be too difficult. It makes sense. Why, why do you want to kill the kobolds for? Because we got killed. Well, they, they summon the demon. Oh, oh, oh. oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I really can work it out peacefully. I don't know. Who knows? That's weird dragon stuff. I don't try to understand them. I just summon them and kill them. <laughs> so, our plan, are we... So we're going to try to have our cake and eat it too, right? We're going to go for uh, two and settle for one. I really hate the idea of settling for the one that's going to have Carl pissed at me. Just going to be honest right. there. And also... Billy is quite annoying, too. I do think that is going to be a hard... Uh, don't want to let down the guys. Billy was pretty excited to see what's in that cube. And who knows if we do end up, like, skipping one? With that, we we don't even know if we'll be able to get in if we skip one. Right. I mean, we didn't even start at the beginning, so I'm not really worried about that. But what if the one in the cube lets you do something cruel, really cool? Gonna has a great point there. Well, that is what Thorum implied. It was gonna be really cool. What do you think Thorum can do? And I'm gonna be look, look like she's offering another where they went next. I mean, who says we can't figure that out ourselves, right? The only thing we can't figure out ourselves is the cube. That's a fact. And we already have a second waypoint. Who says that that's not the one she's gonna tell us? I mean, it might be. You know what I mean? Oh my god, I would be so pissed. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, precisely. What the dragon is offering us is not as valuable on the scales here as what the king offers us. And if we fail in our attempt to steal his knowledge, we lose it. It's a gamble. So what you're saying is that we should try this exact ploy on the dragon instead. I mean, the dragon's gonna be hell of a harder hell of a lot harder to kill. Yes. Well, but we could still try to manipulate her before we kill her. I say option one is to, like, mind control this man 
get him to A, tell us how to solve the cube. Right. And but... then B, come with us to go fight the dragon, leaving all of his people behind. I mean, right. that's that's a... We have way... What I'm saying is we have that that path is a much higher gamble than dealing with the dragon instead. Because if we fail, we have to kill him. And if we have to kill him without getting the knowledge, that's a more valuable piece of knowledge than what anything the dragon says to us is worth. And I'm not afraid to fight a fucking dragon. If anything, I need to kill it first so then Grundle can't brag anymore that he's the only one who ever killed a dragon. Well, this one's digital, but yeah, I mean, I still want to say, I thought I'd put, you know, some sort of a digital little pin in my closet. positive this one's bigger, so. Yeah, I think it is too, but <laughs> it's not real. If real enough, it could kill you, for real. My, my, another worry of mine is that that armor is probably magic of some sort. I'm going to want to try to scope it out, see if it uh, protects him against shit, because there's a way that we can get him out of his armor. I mean, I could just take his magic away from him. And then we drop a roof on his head. Right. Just stab him a bunch. I mean, we have a blade thing, right? You, you, got, you got blades? Yeah, we'll just have the little one, little Grundle, just stab the crap out of him. Yeah! He swings his sword around and, like, almost kills a villager. Whoa! I mean, Grundle and little Grundle, little, all the little guys can just stab at him with their blades. Yeah, Ragnar, you're getting dangerous with that and sword. Yeah, I am. Or, hear, hear me out, option three. We go. We try to manipulate the dragon like we were going to manipulate the king, right? Doesn't work or does work. We either manipulate, get the knowledge that we wanted, don't kill her. I mean, do kill her. You know, get the knowledge, kill her. Come back, be like, hey, king, killed him. Tell us about the cube. Get the cube info. Fuck, kill him. The triple cross. <laughs> You did say you wanted a triple cross. Right? Full circle, baby. We get we get the one, we come back, we have the spoils, we're like, here's her head, boom, we're on your team, bro. He's so. like, hell yeah, you are. And then we're like, yeah, give us cube information. He gives us cube information, boom, kill him. Two birds, one stone, get all the info, walk out, explosions behind us, don't look back, because cool guys don't look back. Makes sense. Right, right, makes a lot of sense. All right, that sounds like a better plan. Now, I think before we confront the dragon about the information and try to warp its mind, we should try to get it to uh, rescue our mad captain and say we need his help to lure out the king. Yeah, that's making me think now, though. If we show up without killing the king, he's gonna, she's definitely going to know we're coming to get her. That's why we make this a, this a ploy to get our good friend back, as well as his martial prowess and his undead legions. Right, but she's gonna wonder why we didn't kill the king before we came there. I mean, she's gotta be smart, right? She's not dumb. I mean, I, I think just the fact that we want to retrieve the captain so that we could use his undead army to draw away his troops so that we could kill the king is a good reason. Fair, fair. That could... Yeah, I'm seeing that, maybe. I mean, he can, you know, create an army out of a, a little village, so... Imagine what he can do to the city. So if you dominate his mind, right? Can you make him tell you whatever you want? I mean, yeah. Does detect thoughts enable you to dig in there too? You can interrogate people. Try and direct them. So, here, let me drop what I got. How do smart people get anything done? There's so many variables. Yeah, there's a lot of options on the table, guys. Right. It's so much easier. 
when you don't have to think. If it was my traditional form, I would have to say we just burst in and kill him. And boom. See, we'd be done with this. We'd already be home probably yesterday. Yeah, we'd probably be on episode 50 already. (laughs) (laughs) What? All right, so uh, I have Dominate Monster, which fucking lasts an hour. Um, This could be the one spell that we use. I have a telepathic link with them, so I don't even have to tell them to do things. He can just, he will just do it as I I think it. Um, and so we can, we can draw him out. And then in addition to that, uh, he is unaware of my ma- magical influence on it. And I can alter his memory so that he thinks that he did the thing. Okay. <sighs> okay. Dominate monster. So let's think of the variables here. How would this fail? How would this backfire on us here? And how could we counteract it failing? So the how it could fail is other wizards could cast counterspell, which could have everybody else on our team cast counterspell. There is the possibility that he has an anti-magic field of some sort mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just negates everything. Mm-hmm. In that case, we have to like duke it out anyway. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. I don't think he'd have an anti-magic field because anti-magic field in itself for him would leave him exposed he could have no magic items no magic armor no magic protection and though most of us are not martially inclined our blade singer friend over here can still wield a blade fairly well yeah <sighs> okay now you cast the spell say we use the spell ah, the contract fuck the contract is the contract gonna be magical probably gonna be magical so what's the contract? Like, does it say that we can only cast a specific spell? So we don't know, right? But I deduce that the contract is going to have some, you know, guarantees that we can't do certain things to him in this process or ask certain things in this process, right? I mean, makes sense. And if it's just like a regular contract, it would be no big deal. We just lie. But... I mean, he wouldn't say, we'll write up a contract if it wasn't something that might be magically binding. If it's curse-related, I'm able to remove the curse afterwards, the signing of the contract. But that's if that's, you know, a curse. Hmm. Yeah. And again, I'm... The dragon was very intent on this whole it would be a suicide run to make a move against him in his court. And dragons gonna kill themselves anyway, based, but that's only like if that's true. You know, we don't know if she was lying to us or not. Exactly. I don't. I mean, this is all we gotta remember. Whether we like one half or the other, it's all the same guy. Yeah. At the end of the day, same old asshole playing at self-preservation in an illusion. And uh, frankly, if we kill him and he respawns. I can just easily dominate monster again on him. Wait. When he's at level one. Oh no, he left notes. He won't know. If he dies and responds, he won't know himself outside of this game. Will he? Right? Well, I know uh, Slender, Slender, whatever. The dragon has that box. Leaving notes for himself. Yes. But that's about, that's notes about 
enlightenment he's gotten splitting apart here. Fair enough. And from what she said, he has no intention of leaving here ever. I think it's a it's a hard restart. He's gonna he's gonna baby himself, right? He's gonna he's gonna clone. It's gonna be like a clone dump, mm. like being born again. God, this guy's fucking arrogant. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So, because like I like what you're saying, but if they respawn, I don't think he'll have the knowledge of his cube that we want. Yeah. I think he'll forget his past and only have whatever clues he left himself to be better. Okay, I... It's too much. I'm down for whatever. What do you want to do? We want to fucking go dragon first and see if we can't get... Because my final conclusion is if we can't get anything out of the dragon, the biggest loss is we didn't learn the piece of information we'll probably be able to discern outside of the game. We go for the king first. We lose the puzzle. Potentially, we'll lose a piece of information that is invaluable and it can only be gained by him. As well as 10,000 credits. Also 10,000 credits. Gosh, gosh. It's always nice to have more money. We should talk him into giving us more credits. <laughs> Put that in the contract. Fair, fair. Yeah, I mean, he's got it. He's definitely got it. He's definitely got it. He definitely has. Well, if you can discern his bank account information, then we have all of his money. What? Well, in the end, if we do the double cross and... We do the triple cross. You know, after finding the... Yeah. So first I ask him how to get in the cube and we read his mind. And then I ask for his bank account numbers. That's not how money works in the world. Yeah. He's got a chance. Who said that? Sorry. <laughs> I, I really just don't understand this blockchain business. <laughs> it sounds like you do rudimentarily. Rudimentarily. I say that I have 20 billion quiz ads. <laughs> you can't have any uh, of them. Scarcity. I'm rich. I've got a million quatloos. <laughs> so, all right. So my, I'm gonna throw my stick in. I say we go. We try to play the dragon, and if it doesn't work, we kill the dragon. And if it does work, we kill the dragon. And then we come back. We get the cube info. We still kill the king too. We're also pretending like the dragon doesn't also have an army of kobolds, a demon, and is a fucking big fucking dragon. Yeah, but that's all fear talking. And I am full of cosmic rage and power. I'm not afraid of any of that. I'm afraid of the wrath of a very real teenage boy who runs our ship once we leave here. Why would you be afraid of Carl? Why aren't you afraid of Carl is the question. Oh, he really wants into that cube. Yeah, but he's a friend. He, he's not some random rich asshole. Yeah. That's why we say fuck the asshole, we get all of his info, and we get his cube. A virtual dragon is not scary. We kill him. Also, if we get the dragon, attempt to get the dragon to fight the demon to get our friend, that should weaken both parties, and we should have an easier time after that. Right. I mean, I'm here for all that if, uh, if uh, our spells work, because none of us are charismatic. I'm not thinking. I don't think. Oh, no, I'm not very charismatic. Yeah. Well, I mean, we literally will have to succeed. Our subterfuge is going to be completely arcane-based, and if any of that fails, we're going straight into a fight. <laughs> Which, if we don't fuck around, Nova potential, uh, we could make short work of a lot of things. I mean, we really haven't honed in the destructive nature of our powers yet. <laughs> I will warn you guys, you know, I haven't really fought a dragon, but... They're pretty scary. 
Uh, my calculations, we can do around 300 damage in a round if we try hard. Yeah, I think something like that. I can do a lot. <laughs> Give or take the vitality of a being. If we put it in the numbers. Yeah. Well, TJ's vote is out. Let's hear everyone else's. I say we should do the king's contract and kill the dragon. Hopefully get it to do what we want first and then kill it. But kill it nonetheless and get the better information from the king. All right. We've got two votes for dragon. Is Alduin? I'm feeling I'm feeling going after the king. That's just uh-huh. me, though. We got one vote, King Grundle. As per usual, the fate of the universe lies in your hands. Yeah, I really hate the king, and I'd like to kill him. The I hate the, the king dragon. more than the dragon. The same guy. Oh, it's, it's so confusing. <laughs> so we have two votes, dragon, two votes, king. But. Oh. I do see your points about trying the dragon stuff first. Yeah. Like. We, could, we should probably try our luck to see if we can't get the Mad Captain. Maybe an army of kobolds that have bound a demon to it. A demon, not demon. I mean, we could potentially. I mean, Cylindril knows. Oh my God. I think I've got it. I think I've unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My brain is, is like opening up. We talk to Solyndril, right? tell her that we both need the Mad Captain and the Army of Kobolds. Right. The Army of Kobolds attack the city, Mad Captain with us. Right. Mad Captain starts raising all the dead in the city. Yeah, we just take out everything. Lay waste to the city. Take the the castle. Dominate his mind. Burn the city to the ground, dominate his mind, kill everyone, and leave the game. Heroes. Yeah, actually, I feel more like a villain, and it's kind of making me hot. Yeah, yeah. It's kind (laughs) of... Is this what being evil's like? This feels really fucking good, y'all. It's intoxicating, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most important thing is that we win, and we get it all. (laughs) High score, Grundle. High score. I I think this is our plan. I think this is what we do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's go to the fucking dragon. Right. Let's go to the dragon, get an army of kobolds, get the mad captain back, raise an army of the dead, burn a city to the ground, and get that cube info. Okay. So are you sticking around for the contract, or are you heading straight out? No, fuck that guy. I mean, but here's the thing. We don't go to the contract thing. He's going to see something's up. What's he going to do? He's gonna... That's true. We're going to the mountain. He ain't coming to the mountain. He's been hiding in this castle to stay away from the dragon. Not gonna right? lie. Every time we go in there, I don't like the way he has all the guys pointing their spears in our direction. Yeah, yeah. We gotta yeah. leave in, like thieves in the night, and then yeah. he can sit with anxiety. His paranoia is gonna go crazy. He's gonna sit there, and all he can do, wait, wait, to be taken. Yeah, it'll be worse for him when we get here. <laughs> the anxiety will build. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so you guys are just leaving straight away? I would like to. It's up to you guys. I'm not going to... Well, if we're going to do this, we should do it now, rather than have things pop up in our way. Sooner the better. Should I at least send my bat with a message or something? Ahead to the dragon? Or... I mean, either to the dragon the or to Hey, the sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like... or you could send the bat to the dragon. I'll send, send my the... hawk to the king. 
<laughs> Dr. King would be like, hey, we just decided, you know what? Let's kill a dragon. No, just be like, hey, we... We trust you. Uh, we tell him we're going to kill the kobolds to get our mad captain back to help us fight the dragon. Because mm. we plan on signing the contract. Have the contract hot and ready for when we show up. Feel that's... I feel like that's information they just doesn't need. Yeah. I say we just tell them that we trust him and we don't need the contract and we feel like douches for even asking. Or we don't owe him a courtesy call because he's a fucking asshole. Let's just go. Right. I'm just worried of his paranoia kicking in. Right. I kind of wanted to go. Yeah. What if he sends people after us or something? Right. We'll kill them. The question is whether he'll even let your familiars near him in the first place. They'll probably just die. True. Yeah, well, I don't care about the familiar. Just, yeah, I can I summon it again. Summon it again. <laughs> well, I know. Dr. Bats looks at you with just betrayal in his eyes. Listen, Dr. Bats. Betrayal. He turns away and he folds his wings. <laughs> I fucking kill Dr. Bats and bring oh him back. <laughs> See? Your place, familiar. That's, there's nothing wrong with it. See? You're back. Dr. Bats. The bat's like nodding. It's like, yes, I'm sorry. There's like a single tear rolling down its eye. Jesus. Oh my god. It's and you wouldn't let me throw its brain at the freaking door. But no, you can kill it at a whim on your own. That, that was dark, dude. Shut up, Grognor. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> You're an evil little man on the inside. Now the is embracing the full arch villain. I'm loving it. He's slowly becoming, he's like, drunk with power and evil. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Grognor. This place just gives me the fucking PBGBs. <sighs> Ragnar, we're going to show you all over again how you got lost in this guy's life. Okay. And after this, we're going to go and kill your piece of shit dad. It'll be cool. Okay. I just like adventures. Yep. Hell yeah. Wow. This is going to be one hell of a ride. That's some adventure. I mean, I always felt like my adventure might end with facing my father. Yeah. No, no kings, no kingdoms, no fathers. He's swinging his sword around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill them all. No dads, yeah. no masters. Well, no masters, no dads. Yeah. I never Can I... had a dad. Only your friends and the hawk. Can I kill your bat once? Whoa, dude, chill. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's a lot too far. Oh, okay. sorry. I thought we were doing that. No, okay. okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just, uh, uh it, it's like picking on a sibling. Like, you can do it, but like... As soon as other people do it, it's it's not funny. We're not going for chaos. Well, there will be some chaos, but mostly not chaos. Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go fucking implement our plan of chaotic destruction. I like it. If it works. It would be great if it worked. I'm amped. I'm amped for this this plan. So, step one, talk to Dragon. Get yes. Dragon. Let, let me actually write, write this down. I'm going to write down a plan. Go to Dragon. Step two, inform Dragon of our plan to build an army to completely just wreck the King City. Yeah. With the aid of our friend who we lost. Then, you know, get the, all this so that we can get the info that we wanted and then fulfill our bargain with her yeah. to kill the King. Yeah. Because if 
King is dead. Like, then she can go. Then she'll give us our info, and then she can go. Yeah. Whatever we do before we kill the king is none of her concern, right? Right. Yeah. And and why would she care about the kobolds if she's gonna hurl herself into the scar anyway? I mean, kobolds. Right, they're all gonna get reset. I'm pretty sure she knows we massacred a village just to get a boat, so... Yeah, contingency. Contingency is if she is like, no deal on the kobolds, we're like, what do the kobolds mean to you? You know, like, if if she wants to keep the kobolds, why are you going to keep the kobolds if you're going to throw yourself into the scar? Right. And then we right. know something's up on her end. Yeah, yeah I didn't even kobolds, think about that. Kobolds? Okay, so we didn't... So, out of game... We know the kobolds summon the demon. Summon the demon to help worship her. They summon a demon in worship of her. Yeah. That demon has crazy captain. Is that demon my rival? The demon is Probably. your rival. Yes. Right. Makes sense. So we kill and that. It demon. is are very we, oh, are we, bird-like. And we're yeah. Oh, so we're thinking that the yeah that it's, it's the annoying guy who fucking Solarak. He's determined to be our rival, even though he, I don't know even know why he was around. He is proven to be quite uh, determined. Yeah, that's 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 about as much credit as I give it. <laughs> He's uh, so yeah, and so we think most likely he has the key to getting our friend back too. Okay, so that's all lined up in my mind. So yeah, either we get the kobolds to well, we might not necessarily need the kobolds. We can square up against the demon, one way or the other. It would be helpful if the kobolds would help us, but... Yeah, but if the kobolds worship the dragon... We, we just need just to stop the kobolds from retaliating against us when we square off with the demon. At least. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, hey, dragon lady, tell these kobolds to fuck off, and then we'll handle the demon. Or tell them to turn on the demon. Sacrifice the demon for her. I'll let you guys handle however you want to parlay that, as long as we get to the demon killing, get our mad captain, send army of kobold and the undead i have a sinking feeling that we're going to pull this guy out on a jump drive and unleash an ancient evil into the universe that's worse I mean, than the probably. enders <laughs> probably but at least he's our friend kind of like how the grung are our friend. yeah at least he's going to take over the yeah. universe right i mean my hope was always that we could like direct his evil to kill evil kind of like a dexter situation that would have been dope i thought we were gonna replace the general with him yeah Oh, yeah. We're going to have the death AI. Then we can put the general in here. That would be awesome. I think you would be a great NPC in this game. <laughs> hey, Thor, what's it like to suck? <laughs> if you had bigger guns, you wouldn't be so goddamn sad. Huh. Wait, what, do you, what are you writing? Nothing. Zaldwin, what, what's, I think I saw my name on there. What's that say? Uh, do you like adventure? Oh, yeah. Do you want to see what's behind the scar? Nope. All right. But it's adventure. That's where we're from. We come beyond the scar. Yeah, that'd be like, do, do you want to crawl into this lit fireplace? No, that's not adventure. That's pretty adventurous to me. Okay. <laughs> but no, definitely not. D- not interested in the scar. I cast bonfire and crawl into it. See, nothing. nothing's wrong. <laughs> oh, God. I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, why'd you ask me that that was a weird question i got one do you want to be decapitated by a sword no okay pieces uh okay you do me again would you rather save the universe 
would you would you rather save the universe or like be just Ragnar the lazy your whole life? Well, save save that love. Do, do the hero stuff, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. being a hero takes great sacrifice, great mental fortitude. Right, like the like that like the penalizer. Right. He yeah. lost his whole family and stuff. Yeah. Or wait, no, all of his male model friends. Sorry, got it confused with a different story. Well, just just keep that in mind when the time comes. When when what time comes? The the horizon of adventure. Okay. All right. So you guys are setting off east, and you are not leaving any word or anything. Is that do I have this correct? The plan correct? Uh, I mean the the crew seems to think that I shouldn't send a, a letter, so. I will not send a letter. Should we start rumors? We could do that. Start rumors that the this proud adventuring band is off to slay the dragon. Oh shit! Yeah, we I could do that. And if you wanted to spread, you could uh, leave your familiar to watch the people. Yeah, that's a good idea. Leave our familiars yeah. spread it around. Yeah, well, as soon as we get out of this tavern that we're staying in, I'll uh, I'll head out and do some. Uh, Good old-fashioned mass suggestion. Okay. All right, so uh, night goes pretty peacefully, and Zalduin, you are... What are you mass suggesting to folks? I will cast it on a uh, bunch of kind of, like, prominent townsfolks, like the probably, like, the most well-known shopkeep, you know, in town, and I'll, I'll kind of, like, go in there and suggest that on the trust of the great king, uh, the new adventurers have set off to slay the dragon as a preeminent prize for the king being so merciful and offering us a contract. Okay. And you guys set off. You see the mountain that uh, peaks into the clouds in the distance, probably about two days of travel. Anything that you guys are going to be speaking on? I know you guys have talked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Any, anything that you want to do or say on the on the little journey here? I thought I had something, and then it just disappeared as I went to say it. So, nope, nothing. Yeah. Okay. So you guys uh, set up camp about a half a day's walk to the mountain. What are you guys doing about food and any sort of watches, or how are you guys camping? What about your mansion, Oliver? Yeah. We could do that. As long as it serves more than fish this time. Nice. You get fish. And you like it. Oh. Fish sticks only. Awesome. So yeah, I mean you go into a fucking interdimensional space into a uh, beautiful, magnificent open floor plan aquarium, and you are served delicious food by uh, his unseen servants. What, how many do you get? Like a hundred fucking servants or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, clean your, they clean our clothes, uh, take care of all the cooking, keep the place warm, massage our footsies. <laughs> yeah, long day walking. Wow. It's a nine-course banquet also, which is c- crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Garçon! Chop chop! <laughs> these these tapas, they're, uh, they're delicious. Get these disgusting things away from me. <laughs> that's that's asparagus. Oh. I thought you were referring to the triangle cheese covered things that he refuses to acknowledge. Oh those. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even notice those. I was referring to those disgusting green 
stick things. I mean, you can you can try one. Look, they're good, and they make your pee smell weird. Huh. All right, I kind of like the sound of that last part. Zaldwin, I was in, trapped in a small space with him for seven years. It already smells weird. Oh, Trust me. What's it smell like? Okay, all right. So, <laughs> you guys have a fucking wonderful night. Uh, probably wonder why Oliver hasn't shared this with you while you were sleeping on a boat for several days. <laughs> Never asked. And you wake up feeling wonderfully refreshed and fantastic. And then I assume continue your journey towards the Crimson Mountain. Yeah, I will as a ritual because I've always wanted to do this. Uh, cast Phantom Steed, and I am going to ride a majestic elk. Beautiful. Damn, I wish I could do that. I didn't even know wizards got Phantom Steed. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah. So you guys exit the. Give me a perception check as you guys exit the uh, magnificent mansion. Okay. All right. 23 from Zelda Wizard. 4 from Oliver. 12. Uh, 10 from Goy. Uh, yeah, I mean, Austin, you immediately clock a little band of kobolds in the bushes that have kind of been watching over where you guys uh, went into the mansion. And they see that you see them, and they, like, look a little bit scared. Hey! Hey, what's up? How's it going, little guys? You are approaching the Crimson Mountain without an invitation. Oh, we have it. Oh, from Cylindrill? Oh, we go way back. She came to uh, visit our ship the other day. I think it's the... She wants the king dead, and we just need some uh, some help. Some, they talk amongst themselves, and they said, Well, we were not informed of any invitation. As such, you should leave immediately. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, you are informed. You're quite well informed. Uh, and I'm going to cast Mass Suggestion. You're fucking itching to throw this goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they can even... What is the save for that? Uh, the spell save would be 20. And that is a... Wisdom saving throw. I don't think they can. Wisdom! Romancy! <laughs> uh, yeah, they like listen to your words and they're like... What do you want to, what do you, what are you saying? Oh, she definitely, definitely invited us. And like, I don't know if you remember this, but she, I'm pretty sure you, she sent you all to help us go up the mountain and, and you're like our, our envoy. You know what an envoy is? <laughs> of course, we know true. what an envoy is. Oh, I'm not. I'm not trying to insult your intelligence now. I'm just trying to, uh... The master bestowed a great responsibility on us to escort you to the mountain. Yeah. Right. An incredible responsibility, because we're very important. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. That sounds like a totally reasonable course of action to me right now. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Yeah, let's go, uh, let's go up to that Crimson Mountain. What's your names? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, nice no. to meet you, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, uh, Is that well, O-F-U-K? I... Oh, fuck? My name's, my name's, uh, 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 Odie. Odie. Oh, fuck, Odie. Yeah, this is, no, it's just Odie. Uh, this is Mech, and this is Neck. Nice to meet you. Just Cody, Mech, Neck. Neck? 
We're very important envoys, and we're escorting you to the Crimson Mountain. Yeah, let's get on to it. All right, off we go to our lair, then we'll go through the mountain, and then we'll go up top and talk to the master, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, it just going right along with your uh, mass suggestion starts to uh, lead you forward. As I mentioned, it's about a half day of travel and they are half happily, you know, guiding you through this little forest. You find uh, yourself at the foot of this crimson mountain and you see an entryway that is carved out of stone, big stone doors and uh, has like a little pathway leading up to it. So, ah, all right, right through this door. And then we'll make our way up the mountain, yeah? All right. Is there uh, any, like, dangers along the way here? Oh, yeah. What, what kind of... We trap the fuck out of stuff. That's, like, our whole thing. Oh, shit. Well, you know how to disable them all, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, definitely. It could get you around the traps easy. It's just, like, if you didn't have me uh, here as an envoy guiding you, it would be a fucking serious pain. Hell, yeah. Like, I love... I love traps. Sweet. Well, y'all can uh, lead the path, lead the way, disarm these yeah. traps. That'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. And he opens the door. Uh, and you follow him in, and about 40 kobolds look up. Hey, y'all. Hi, everybody. Hello. And the three of them walk in and said, All right, guys, uh, these are envoys. And they are here to, uh, well, no, sorry, sorry. We're envoys, and we have an important mission to uh, escort them to the master. Yep. Right. And two of the more important-looking ones, they're wearing some distinct armor, and they have, like, bone helmets on. They, one of them steps up and says, Trickery! This is all Trickery! We knew, you knew going there that there were powerful wizards and you allowed your minds to be clouded. But not I. I am Adamant, Lord of Fire. And this is where you meet your end. I'm about to take that title right now. Hey, hey, we can, we can, we can talk this out. I mean, most certainly we can talk this out. We have explicit instructions to end any intruders. Okay, well, we can... Step back out the door. You can talk to Cylindril that we're on our way. And then it'll be your hide that is uh, stretched, bleached, and ready to wear. But, you know, it's your funeral, dude. Give me a persuasion check to see if any of these guys are shaken here. Uh, can I argue that it's a deception? Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Wow, asking for deception. 16? Um, yeah, so Adam Ant... Seems to be a little shaken, and his companion, who also looks to be pretty important, seems to be a little shaken too. They look at each other, and Adam answers, "I, I don't. This is really confusing. I, 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 are we gonna get in trouble?" And the other one looks at him and looks back at you and says, "I, I don't know. We're, we're supposed to kill any intruders, and we were like super prepped that they were like." magical and smart and stuff and like they're like arguing amongst themselves right now I don't think it would take too much to know that you're kind of on a time limit here if you're going to do something but I will definitely give you like a surprise round if you would like to do something 
while they argue before they kind of get themselves together here. Uh, well, we're gonna go ahead, y'all uh, don't mind. Uh, where's the closest exit? <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely roll initiative. I mean, I'm going to drop a max fireball if we roll, before we roll initiative. Surprise round. Yeah, well, that, you'll, you will get your surprise round since you confused the fuck out of these little guys. Hey, uh, my my boys, my boys, uh, Odie, Mick, and Nick, you you, you boys want a promotion? Huh? You want a promotion from Cylindril? I don't think you have that kind of pull. Watch me as fire starts to sprout from my hands. Fucking Lord of Fire. I'll show you, Lord of Fire. Oh, fuck. Uh, 19 initiative from Zelda Wizard. I got a low initiative because I'm charging my fireball. I'm a charging my fireball. Uh, high initiative. Wait, who beats me? Cody was before me. Damn. That 20.2 and my 20.19. <laughs> That's what a 20 dexterity will get you. Wow, you beat me by one. Actually, you beat me by point zero. Ain't first or last. <laughs> okay, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I saw that on a cartoon. It was called Ricky Rat Bobby. <laughs> Jeez. Wasn't a very good title, but it was a pretty good episode. Okay, so they are arguing amongst themselves, and Grundle, that is going to be your cue to uh, take a surprise action if you'd like to, thanks to Zaldwin's deceptiveness. So just to be super clear, mm-hmm. it seems pretty clear that they're that this is devolving. I mean, I will let you know that like you would literally see Oliver actively casting a spell to kill everybody right. in the room. So well, like, you think you're gonna? I'm just, I'm just for you. You would see your own ally getting ready to kill everything. Give me, give me. I mean, you're a very intelligent wizard. So give me just like a nature check here. I <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Um, I was hoping to give you some insight into the relationship between like kobolds and dragons, but I can't. Well, you definitely, from I what they Oliver have here. said, yeah, you see Oliver, and they have said no intruders. You know what I mean? Like we guard this place. Period. Well, I think I'll just play it like in this surprise round. I'll just play it kind of defensively, and I'll just activate haste. Good choice. And then, like like you said, I cast Mage Armor every morning, you know, when I wake up. So I already took okay. that off my spell list for the day. Okay. Do you want to do anything with your bonus action? Like, stop blade singing or I don't know. Blades? Do you want to start oh, of course. Yeah. Definitely start uh, Blade Song as a bonus action. Last for one minute. Cast uh, Haste as my action. Okay. And I just uh, kind of take a step forward and leave like that motion trail. No, 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 no. Motion trail behind <laughs> me. Yep. <laughs> so, Mr. Guy, you see these kobolds kind of arguing amongst themselves. Well, let's test the waters. And Mr. Guy is going to cast Abby Dansom's Horde Wilting. I've literally never heard of that spell, so you're going to have to show me. I was about to. Yeah, sounds I've terrible. Never heard it either. It sounds cool. Sounds, sounds well, fucking. How often do you get to cast eight level spells? <laughs> That's true. That's a true statement. You draw the moisture from every creature in a 30-foot cube centered on a point you choose with it. Uh, each creature makes a saving, uh, constitution saving throw. Constructs and undead aren't affected. Plants and water elements make uh, a disadvantage, and it does 12d8 necrotic damage on a failed save or half of the save. Yeah. 
This is a surprise round, so I'm not gonna give my spell clerks any sort of reaction. That's so if, will you draw the 30 foot cube for me how you want it? Yes. Where's the draw? <laughs> okay, I can't draw, but <laughs> that's it. This guy's okay. My drawing was bad. Oh, not our buddies. Oh, wait, those are our buddies? The three right here are our buddies. Oh, well, maybe that might change my mind. We I... could rotate the cube. Yeah, we can move, I can move my cube. <laughs> I just didn't realize which ones were which. Who wants to delete that the, 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 the monstrosity of my shape? Who <laughs> would delete the monstrosity of my shape? Okay, now let me. I wanted these guys in the middle. They they look like the big boys. Yeah, about like just the okay. offset of Oliver through over the big group of guys and into those other groups. Yeah. Roll that damage for me. All right. Let me just suck the water out of them. Yeah, that's terrible. Right. All right. Well, I can just. So where's that? Oof. Max oof. Yeah. Uh, both of uh, Adam Ant and Florian have failed their saves. Oh, only 75. I got a couple really low ones. Oh, baby. I got a crit and a 20 on my uh, two of the bigger looking kobolds who have these big steel shields on their back. Uh, there is no way for the kobold, the kind of normal looking kobolds to survive that uh, save or not, so they are going to croak. Uh, Adamant and Florian both take massive damage, 57 damage each, and are just, like, rocked. As you see, like, it just looks like they're, like, aging in place. Uh, let's do... Oh, you outright kill the engineer-looking fella who was standing behind the two chieftains and... You outright kill the one that looked like it had a bunch of, like, potion bottles and, like, poisons on it. Good. And lastly, one of the ones that looks like it is some type of magic. It looks to be holding, like, an arcane focus. It also is instantly killed. So this massive damage just comes out of, uh... I I don't even know what that fucking spell would look like. Just the moisture these things just like start to shrivel up the dead bodies just like crumble you ever see the mummy when he's going yeah. to get all of his body parts out of what he does to the dudes when he sucks oh. all their yeah they just husk the vitality out of them yeah husks them get husked them get husked nerd and Zaldwin you see that and these cobalts just start freaking out intruders there's intruders sound the alarm shut the Y'all, y'all, listen, listen. If you all keep arguing, you're gonna end up hurting yourself. Do I see them looking in a particular direction when they say sound the alarms? No. They're just, like, shouting. I I was, that was, like, flavor. I wasn't trying to insinuate okay. there were, like, alarms. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. Because I'm gonna cast Rauthim's Psychic Lance on uh, the two Dragon Shield nerds. Okay. These two, uh, as they start to freak out and they see their friends dying, uh, these beams of energy shoot into them. Uh, they are making intelligence saves. They're cold bolts. I don't think they rolled a four and an 11. That's all they had. They 
die from the worst headache they've ever had in their life. They crumple to the ground, screaming and hissing. All right, y'all gonna let us through now, or, you know, like, what, what, what's going on? I am Saint Florian, master of pyromancers. I will burn you alive. You'll never escape. Okay, well, you're the next to die. And we're in a surprise round, so that goes to Oliver. My good fellows, let me introduce you to the god of fire. And I ignite an orb and chuck it to a spot in between my enemies and lands in the center of the room right around here. Yeah, here. Got it. Hitting all these. And that is um, a DC 17 save for 65 damage. This is maximize. Oh, uh, yeah. 65 damage. I cast this at a fifth level spell. Sheesh. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is literally no way for most of these kobolds to make it, uh, including Neck, Mech, and whatever the fuck I named the other guy. No, it's back here. It's 20 foot. Oh, it's 20 foot? Does not hit them. I mean, even if it would, I would have sculpted it. Okay. So I see, I see. We're just hitting everybody here. Mm-hmm. So the three kobolds in the back are immediately croak. The shielded one, the shielded one in front is going to make a dexterity save, and they he fails, and that's enough to kill him. Darn it! And then my spell boys, let's see if they can survive. This is a massacre. This is a massacre. Uh, they are going to dex. Ooh, dex. Ooh. Uh, one of them succumbs to his wounds. The other is barely able to hold on. Uh, and then that is Adam Ant. Barely saves. Florian does not save. Takes massive damage. Whoops. And um, as quickly as the fireball drops, then a bolt of fire also launches from my hand into the chest of the Fire Lord. 26 kind of hits a little bit for 23 damage for 23 damage god damn he is looking very hurt both of the both of the chieftains are already looking very hurt uh very very hurt that ends the surprise round Whew. and a very hurt one of the magical looking kobolds you're gonna join our side anytime guys just I give him three, three little dudes next to me. Yeah, yeah we're like a powerful evil. Very <laughs> powerful evil. The first one is going to Misty Step, and then he is going to take off. Counterspell. Are you really counterspelling it? <laughs> he looks like he's running. No, yeah. Do you counterspell the Misty Step? Yeah, fuck him. Okay. Oh, he right. is still going to run... So you counterspell his misty step. He, frustrated, just starts hoofing it for the door that is behind this just like gory scene of death and destruction and chaos. And you can give me a little perception check. Anyone that can see into that room. Yeah. Anyone that can see into the next room can give me a perception check. I think that's well, just going to be Zalduin. I can see light down there, but I probably can't actually see that. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. 
not uh, not anything notable from them. But those two, one of them is like in the door, still running away from you desperately. The other one has like disappeared into the next room. And they are all still shouting. <laughs> Raise the alarm! We're being invaded! We need everyone, all hands on deck! Not be invaded, we're invited. Now you're dying for no reason. And that is Grundle's turn. Grundle just moves very like, it looks very slow, but it's actually like leaving that motion trail behind him. And he walks just past the kobold leaders mm-hmm. and then he sheathes his swords as he uses steel wing strike and just finishes it as he walks past them. <laughs> All right. All right. So we got five attacks. One, two, three, four, five. So in order, the second one, third one, fourth one, and fifth one all hit. The first one misses. So give me the damage. 60, 10, yep. 28, 38, 42, and 25. Damn. That is enough. Uh, Florian, Saint, Saint Florian, the master of pyromancers, dies too fucking soon. I shouldn't use a Patreon name for an NPC you're gonna kill without letting him take a turn. I'm sorry. We'll find another way to honor our little buddy here. <laughs> he dies. He falls Enter my world, you get wrecked, son. Remember that. Without any hope of taking a turn in combat. Welcome to the Hawk. And then with my hasted action, I shiv the other guy. Uh, he is able to deftly dodge out of the way of that. I would also like to point out that with the still in strike, that killed one of the magical kobolds who was in the door trying to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Goy. Well, I guess we should stop those guys over there. Yeah, let them bring their whole clan here. We'll just kill them all. Get them out of the way. Mr. Goy's going to look at, what's, what was his name? The Saint of Fire? Adamant, Lord of Fire! Adamant, the Lord of Fire, and couple shield bros and a couple other kobolds and he's his dark energy is just gonna release from his hand as he casts dance macabre and raises them from the dead i love a good dance mcrib dance mcrib boys <laughs> dance mcrib uh oh florian is the dead one florian saint florian master of pyromancers is the one that is deceased adam ant is still kicking but yeah go ahead and drag your zombies or skeletons out Tell them to attack the nearest person. Okay. It's macabre. <laughs> it's, it's Dance McRib. <laughs> Dan's McRib. Dan's McRib. A, a sandwich to die for. In every known multiverse, there is a Dan's McRib. <laughs> uh, make a, try to take a shot with the short bow at the fleeing dude. Did it go? I hate that your guys magically apparate bows. (laughs) Sorry. Well, I wish they could magically cast magic still. 26 for uh, 10 and a 12 for an 8. Okay. Yeah, that first one hits. Land an arrow right in its back. Squawk hisses, shouts out. Just move to attack the other guy. Would that work? Just saying, like, attack the nearest person. Would they move to attack him? Yeah, of course. I'm just making sure that yeah. Okay. The all right. Twenty-two to hit, nine to hit, and a twenty-six to hit. The twenty-two and the twenty-six hit for a total of nineteen damage. Adamant is not looking like 
much of a lord of anything, let alone a lord of fire. He's holding on valiantly. He has had the life sucked out of him. He's been burned. He's been attacked by zombies. He's still standing heroically, but it is now Zaldwin's turn. Is there anybody still running? Like the, yep. The, okay. Um, One of the uh, mages is still booking it. Okay. I have Start heading towards where he's booking it. Mm-hmm. And then your boy is going to be this step. Launch himself 30 more feet. Got it. That's your bonus action. Yep. And I'm going to And though it is a hypnotic gaze, it says that I can also use my voice. Uh, so I'm going to gently tell him and just move him. So he has to make a DC 20 uh, wisdom saving throw or be charmed, which his speed will drop to zero. Uh, he's incapacitated and visibly dazed. Got it. Visibly dazed. All right, so he is going to make a wisdom save. Which I don't think... He rolled a 17. What's your spell save again? 20. That is a really high spell save. Are you sure? Uh, 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 Why is your spell save so high? Some shit. Mine's 18. It should be 18. It's the robe that I have. Oh, shit. The robe bumps it up by two. Your spell save DC and spell attack bonus each increase by two. 20 is fucking nuts. Yeah, he... That was my master plan. Give Zaldo in the room. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, is... Yeah, he stops running and is just... just seems confused. And as he is technically charmed, uh, I'm going to be using altered alter memories at the same time that he's, like, fucking around over there to... Uh, change his his kind of memory of, you know, me stopping him. Yeah, one second. So you gain the ability to make a creature unaware of your magical influence on it. Okay, so you cast your charm charm. Okay, so it doesn't know it's charmed, even though it's just, it's just dazed, right? Like, it can't do anything? Actually, never mind. Technically, this doesn't work because it says when you cast an enchantment spell, technically, right. hypnotic gaze is not a spell, it's a ability. Right. So It just can't remember that it was charmed. I don't think you can insert new memories, can you? Um, I think it's just a way for you to get around the normal big weakness. Forget the, t- the the moments that it's charmed. So I could like charm someone, make them kill somebody else, and then, and then they forget. Yep. Don't know. Okay. Evil Zaldwin hatching plans. Yep. Okay. Uh, this is Adamant, Lord of Fire. It's his fucking turn. Get it. He is going to. He has got one chance here. He's got to take a risk. Adamant is feeling confident. He's feeling good. He can't disengage and get where he wants to go. So he's going to take attacks of opportunity from all four of you. And that's going to be an attack of opportunity uh, from... Get him, Grundle. Get him, zombies. Grundle from three zombies. He was hit by one zombie, so he's taken eight damage. He has ten health left, Grundle. So if you hit, that might be it for our boy. So Grundle has a warcaster... And I'm going to use a booming blade. Yep. I got a 29 to hit. Uh, You also deal the uh, 8 thunder damage. That's the damage there. That's the damage. (laughs) That's the the damage there. Yeah, that's 
Does that add up? Damage. That's the damage. 24 damage and 12 if he moves. He said he had 10. He's fucking disintegrated. The heroic Adam Ant almost makes it away. Adam Ant. And Grundle strikes him down with a boom of thunder. The cavern shakes. Some dust falls from the ceiling. And he falls to his knees, looks up. Slenderell, I'm sorry. And he dies. You're all dying for nothing. Yeah, you weren't so stupid. You guys would be alive right now. And that is going to be your turn. It's going to be your turn, uh, Oliver. Uh, the rest of you done, or do you want to get cooked too? Should I finish job, or what's going on here? Death to the intruders! All right. I appreciate your enthusiasm. Right in the middle of these boys. Okay. They have five health each, so I mean... Okay. I've told them. They die heroically. I mean, they are... They're... I mean, let's be real. It's sad and pathetic. No, it was heroic. This room is just death. I mean, it is just... Hard cooked. Blood and fire and dead flesh. I just confidently walk towards the door. Yep, so that's your movement. Uh, none of the kobolds that you can see have a turn right now. You three gonna hang back, or are you coming with us? Uh, we're... For some reason, this still seems like a reasonable course of action, so we're kind of... You, you tell us what to do. Hell yeah. Well, not you. The other guy. I pull from the other room. You're still our envoy, right? I mean... Yeah. We gotta get to Cylindril. I'm less confident than when <laughs> now, but it still feels entirely reasonable. What, baby? You just got promoted. You just got promoted, man. I mean, look, you're alive. They're dead. They went against... What's her name? Cylindril? Yeah. They went against her will. I feel compelled to tell you I've never seen or met or spoken with Cylindril. It's more of like a worship situation, but... Right, well, you just got a glimpse of her power. We'll do our best. Um, so the spell clerk, uh, how does the hypnotic pattern work? Does he get or gaze? You can use an action to maintain it, and does it get a save on the end of its turn? Unless I move away. No, it's just the end of your next turn unless you use an action to keep it up. Wait, you have to be fi- within five fucking feet of it, so what? it's not really? charmed at all. Where? Oh shit! Fuck me running. Yeah, it's not charmed at all. Okay. It is going to Misty Step again as it continues to run from you. Poof. Uh, as you can see down the hallway, there are several more of these magical kobolds that are starting to line up and look like they are charging up spells. It is going to run to their ranks. Uh, I mean, it's going to cast a cantrip back at you, I think, uh, actually. Bring that scroll Give me one moment. I have so many fucking character sheets open right now. It is insanity. It throws a firebolt back at you. Nine, a fireball whizzes past your head, and he runs up to join his friends, and they all look to be preparing spells. That's your turn, Grundle. Grundle runs 25 feet into the next room. Wow, they're like far away. You can't get us over here! Damn, I really should have picked fireball. I mean, I can still shoot them. One of them was hurt, right? Yes. 
the uh, rightmost magical kobold is indeed hurt. Has an arrow sticking out of its back. It doesn't seem so bad. Never personally experienced it. Seems like it would be bad, but... I'm going to cast magic missile. Okay. 14 damage. It is going to shield. Nice. Which is going to completely negate the effect of magic missile. Ha-ha! Well played, kobold. We're wizards too. There's four of us. Four wizards versus four wizards. Who will prevail? Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm pretty sure we wish. It's gonna be us! Spoiler alert! (laughs) Y'all really... I mean, we were gonna help you... Have y'all help us kill a bunch of dudes, but, you know, here we are. Zalwood, tell him I'm summoning a dragon when I get in there. Yo, he's gonna summon a dragon when he gets in here. We like dragons a lot. Yeah, we can make them. We can make dragons. Yeah, they're gonna like it when they eat your butt. That's oh, weird. Geez. Dude, <laughs> don't threaten them with a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an odd insult. Uh, that's gonna be your turn there, Mr. Guy. All right, we'll cast Animate Dead. Up charge, Animate Three. And uh, three more skeletons. Okay. Set her right next. That that'll be his turn. Okay. Yep. Zaldwin. Uh, now surrounded by fucking all of Mister Goy's zombies, uh, Zaldwin is going to push his way through the undead crowd and say, "Ah, sad. Stop running." Hey. And, hey. Hey. As you start to what? walk forward, like, hey, wait. The, the, there's like a there's like a trap right there. Okay. I'll I'll. I'll stop right here. Can I have my badass moment? Well, yeah. I'm trying to save you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I, I, Thanks I, for I help. appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. Doing, good job. Doing great. I and just I, trying to reward you for your previous spell. <laughs> yeah, you're you're great. Love it. Uh, I am going to reach into my component's pouch and pull out a small glass vial with a piece of amber and a little bit of fur in it and channeling the flesh Zaldwin outside of this world. I'm going to flick it up into the air and catch it in my teeth, and I'm going to chomp down on it, and as it breaks, the components are used, and I am going to cast Chain Lightning all the way across the room in this, like, absolute blast out of my mouth. Fuck. Dope. And that is 46 damage. And you are... (laughs) Out of range of counterspelling for these guys, so they just have to take it like champs. That is going to be a DC 20 dexterity save. Gotta love the DC 20. Fail. Fail. Hey. Fail. Alright, so three of them take 26, and one of them takes 23. 46. And 23. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, their eyes, like, pop. And they sizzle, and they fall. One remains standing, as well as some of the um, kobolds that have gathered behind now the uh, mage. There's a few, the weaker looking dudes who are standing there with slings at the ready. And that becomes Oliver's turn. Okay, five, ten, nine, nine. Oh, perfect. I think I'm going to. Do I want to be that guy? I'm that guy. I'm gonna fire a lightning bolt downtown. <laughs> and just f- 
fire at a hundred, right at max range, hundred feet down the hallway, exploding with dazzling light as lightning blasts from my hands for 35 damage after an 18 DC save. Yeah, there's no save for this guy. He just got struck by lightning and lightning can strike twice. He sizzles and falls. Nailed it. Some wizards four. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, they. <laughs> I think they fired. I think in total I've fired one fireball so far this fight. Yeah, that's fun. The kobolds at the far end of the room. I oh, let me see if they can even reach you with disadvantage. They can. They are going to attack you with slings. Rocks start to come flying towards you, Zalduin. Oh, well, do you have any movement you want to do, Oliver? Any more movement before I move on? Oof. No, I, I moved. I moved my max uh, to get to where I was. Got it. Six. I think the highest I just rolled was a 13. No, the highest I rolled was a 14. Did any of those hit you, Zaldwin? Nope. So these rocks just, like, clatter off of your nice robes without doing any sort of damage. And that's Grundle's turn. Let's guff my cool new cloak. Looking stupid. I guess I, um, uh, start walking around this big hole. Yep. Uh, there's no traps over here, right? Uh, there's a big pit? Yeah, so, um, the the three that Zaldwin has charmed called out and stopped Zaldwin before he walked onto a trap. I don't think that they have the same loyalty to you, Grundle. It's not like an ongoing do-whatever-I-say. Like, he suggested a course of action that they are following. I don't... Yeah, I, I think in passing, I'd stop Grundle and be like, hey, uh, there's a trap here. Grendel, do you keep going, though? I I guess not. If not, if I get warned, I'll wait. Yeah, so Zaldan Ward would warn you about this, the pit that has in front of him. So the kobolds called it out to him. You're able to make out that there's like, you know what I mean? There's like brush and there's a giant pit underneath this stuff. So you walk by it and show me where you stop. We're in a long hallway here. Uh, zombies are like piling into it. There are kobolds on the far side of it. Okay. And that's going to be uh, Mr. Guy. All right. I move my zombies around this trap. Uh, as that first one steps onto uh, the, the area past the pit, it is going to step on a panel on the floor, and flame jets are going to shoot out of the wall, make a dexterity save on that skeleton. 17. So he's going to take half, he's going to take eight damage as this fire shoots out from the side of the walls. Okay. Okay. All right. And that's you, Zaldwin. Uh, Zaldwin is going to run over to Rundle and uh, touch him on the shoulder and say, Hey, uh, Grundle delivery service? Say, say yes. Say yes, Grundle. All right. Yes. I'm a little bit concerned. All right. Uh, and I'm going to kick. I'm going to cast Dimension Door and drop us right behind. Oh, very nice. The next group of kobolds. Okay. So I'm going to position it so that Grundle is between me and all those other nerds. Okay. Wow. <laughs> so you Dimension Door away, way down the hallway, away from Neck, Gek, and. What did I name that other guy? I can't even. Mechana. Uh, Odie. Odie. Odie, Odie, Mech, and Gek. You teleport to the far side of the room. 
and around this corner you see a horde of kobolds huddling prepared to attack and behind them are these wood and steel buggy looking contraptions uh they look to be some sort of like siege engines and they flare up you hear the engines start and they're like they're here get them hey we're supposed to be here we were invited that's debatable literally no one invited you yeah they did you're lying it's puff my farts (laughs) yeah eat our butts god you got you gotta stop saying that bud (laughs) is dimension door (laughs) bonus action or an action Uh, an action okay that's gonna be oliver's turn all right there's a line on the left side there so (laughs) yeah the so down this hallway there's this giant pit and then there's like a single file uh, <laughs> undead army is starting to make their way in. I guess I'll just get in line with them. I don't really know what else to do here. <laughs> uh, do I have anything? No, I only have a million abilities to kill people. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to get in line with the uh, undead. Okay. Wait my turn. The, um, the kobolds are up. They turn around like, what? That's confusing. All right. They stand their ground uh, where they're at. They're like, oh, d- don't don't come get us here. Definitely don't want to come attack us here. We're super scared. Hmm. I think they're bluffing. And then uh, you are going to take a slew of slingshots. These are going to be with disadvantage. Uh, six on Grundle. I rolled a 20 on one of those for six damage. I think the 20 hits. Uh, I have 21 AC, but it looks like there's 21 at the bottom. It's, they're at disadvantage. Oh. So none of them hit you. Goddamn. And then there's going to be six on Zaldwin. What? And the highest I rolled was a 15. Does that hit you? Nope. Okay. Then there's going to be three up close here, uh, just on the dice. No disadvantage. 20, 23, and a six. So does the 20 and 23 hit you, Zaldwin? Uh, yeah. For nine damage. And then three on you there, Mr. Grundle. 11, 18, and 18. All three of those miss. Nope. And then you hear the screeching of tires as these buggies. Uh, let's say one of them is going to start towards you. <coughs> it peels out and starts to head down the way. And it can't quite get to you, I don't think. Let me double check here. Can't quite get to you. So it tears out towards you. The other two are going to stay put, and they're going to start launching fire at you. This is going to be... They can each attack three times. So three on Grundle, 20, 15, and 11. I don't think any of those hit you. No. And then a 10... 11 and 17 on Zeldwin? Nope. This cloak fucking rules. Jesus Uh, Christ. Maybe that was a good idea to give you that fucking cloak. I need to do some fucking damage this fight. Uh, That's you, Grundle. No. No. (laughs) All right. All right. Grundle shoots a lightning bolt from his sword. 100 feet across the field at one of those buggies. Okay. Everything in the line... Hitting three kobolds and a buggy. 
DC 18 dexterity save. Launch a lightning bolt. Three of the kobolds are just instantly fried. No hope of survival. You said it's a dexterity save? Uh, yeah. So this thing's gonna try to do a little donut and dodge it. It does not, and it hits the machine, and it rocks, and a couple, like, kobolds, like, fall off the side of it. 32 lightning damage. It takes a big chunk of damage. And that is now Mr. Guy's turn. Joy! Well, I guess I should move along. Wait, no, I think I have to just shoot him. Make a dexterity check. DC 15. I was not... I guess I didn't think about the fact that you have a shit ton of zombies who can just, like, go forward and activate all the traps. Nine. Uh, So this is going to fall into a very deep pit that is uncovered. Take six falling damage, and it's going to take seven piercing damage as it lands on spikes at the bottom. Oh, that one dies. I guess I should just move along. I tell my skeletons to move forward. Okay. Zaldwin. Uh, I think it's time to see what all the fun's about. Those things are made out of wood. Uh, and Zaldwin is going to cast a fireball down the hallway, hitting two of the war machines and a whole big old flock of kobolds. Yes. And I upcast it to a fifth level spell. Nice. So, DC 20, and that would be a uh, 34 damage. You instantly fry all of those kobolds. No hope of survival. Flesh burns. They hiss and cry out. The war machine are going to attempt to do these little donuts and dodge. Neither of them do. And they both take a huge chunk of fire damage. And like a like a burning kobold like dives out of the side and starts like rolling around on the ground, and then that's gonna be Oliver's turn. I left you space. <laughs> Move down the way. Do, do, do. Keep running, my slow, tiny hands. Oh my gosh! Wait, there's six. Are these? Who's our friends and who's our not friends? Uh, your friends are behind you. You left. Oh them. yeah, okay. He dimension doored away from them. They're like in the main room with all their dead friends still. Gotcha. The ones that are up here are not friends. Kobe, I hit this one for twenty-five damage. Uh, yeah. No hope of survival. All of them are incinerated to a crisp. Oh no, that was just one fireball. Ah! That center one dies. Control Z. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the center one. I just chucked a firebolt downtown. Yeah, absolutely hits. I'm sorry, when I see fucking 20s, I assume it's a fireball, but it's just a cantrip. That's just my cantrip. It's just a cantrip. Pop one. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Keep machine gunning as I go. Uh, kobolds, the ones that are remaining. <clears throat> yeah, they're just gonna tr- keep trying to sling going to be three on Grundle, 17, 16, 18. Nope. And two on Zaldwin, 13, and a critical fail, five, bops one of his friends in the back of the head. Uh, they can't hit for shit. The kobold war machines, though, peeling out. One of them reaches you and just drifts into your side, Zaldwin. Bring it, scrub. Does a 24 hit? Yeah, 24 does. Okay, that does 17 damage, and since it moved more than 15 feet, 
that's going to do an extra 15 damage, and you need to make a DC 16 strength save. That's a nine. I'm not prone. You are not prone, and then it is going to continue to try and tear into you with its spiked wheels. This is going to be with advantage since you are prone. Isn't it technically disadvantage? Melee attacks have advantage if your target is prone. Okay. Ranged attacks would have disadvantage, but that'd be super overpowered if you had to. He'd just walk up to someone and like lay down and fight them. <laughs> Come get me, Scrib. <laughs> uh, this is my floor tactic. Huzzah! So, does an 18 hit? Uh, my AC is 18. Yes. So it does hit. So that's a total of 22, 15, and 17. So I just did a fucking chunk of damage finally. Uh, a. And these uh, what other. What is that total? That's uh, 32 plus 22, 54. Yeah. These other two war machines, battered and broken as they are, are going to peel out and start coming for the two of you, Grundle and Zalduin. They cannot reach you. They are going to instead attempt to throw fireballs at you. So this is going to be three on Grundle, 21, 10, and 24. Oh, you shield. God damn it. And three on two. Ah, three more. Because Zalduin is on the ground. So they'd have disadvantage. I think they're just going to aim at the target that's still standing. So 14, 25. 26. God damn it. 18. I'm, I am I play. I don't know why I would try to attack the Bladesinger. I don't know what's wrong with me. That's it. They. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think any of those, but you've even hit Zal prone. That's true. Yeah. Oliver and Mr. Goy, you see Grundle cast this magical shield uh, and just absorb, just fire machine guns from around the corner. And you see Zaldwin get rammed by one of these things. And then, like, peeled out on. Fucking And then wrecked. peeled out on. Uh, and that is going to be Grundle's turn. Hmm. All right. For Grundle's turn... Grundle steps forward and casts his favorite spell, Steel and Strike. Ka-ching! Shit. On each of the buggies. Oh my god. Five feet. And then two of these boys. Two of those guys, yep. Give me the attacks. I'm gonna go um, clockwise, starting with the top guy here. Dead. Hit, hit, miss. Okay, so what do we got here? Uh, let me roll some damage. Well, those guys can't survive. Because <laughs> the lowest you can do is six. It's 34. So the top buggy takes 37 damage. The second buggy takes 36 damage. The third buggy is missed, right? So one, two, three, four. The third buggy is missed. And then the last kobold dies. So you kill two kobolds and tore into two of these war machines. The, um... War machine that has not reached you yet is looking pretty tore up. Like there's like black smoke pouring out of this thing, and like it's like there's like little fires going on inside of it. All right. It has taken some damage. It's taken like a fucking lightning bolt and other shit, a fireball. That is going to be Mr. Guy's turn doing the Macarena some more, I assume. Mr. Guy is actually going to move first and get around it and probably wait on Oliver, hoping to avoid a potential trap. Yeah. Give me a perception check. Okay. 12. Oh, man. It all looks pretty safe from here on out. Oh, boy. Um, 
I step forward and cast Toll the Dead on the nearest kobold. Unfortunately, you can't see the kobold because as you step, Uh you hear a click beneath your feet. Oh, shit. And a massive boulder falls from the ceiling and starts to roll towards you. Make a dexterity saving throw. Can I cast a different spell? Well, first you need to make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> All right. Throw. Was All right. Uh, 11. That is not going to cut it. This thing is going to strike you, and it is going to do... It did not land on top of anyone. That's good. But as it hits you, rolls towards you, it is going. you're going to be dealt 13 damage, and then you need to make a athletics saving throw to not be pushed back 10 feet. Love it. Acrobatics? Uh, nope, I see it. I was like, I can't. I'll see it. 13. You are unfortunately pushed back into the pit behind you. Balls. Uh, your boy. It, oh, you're too far away, Mr. Boy. And there's a boulder in the way, too. A boulder. <laughs> That's a bad uh, boulder. So you take, you fall 30 feet, taking nine damage, unless you have, like, a reaction or feather fall or anything like that. Uh, you fall 30 feet, taking 9 damage. You are going to take piercing damage from the spikes in the pit. Another 9 damage, so 18 damage total. So what are we at here? 13, 9, and 9, 18. And then you've got one more dexterity save to roll out of the way of this boulder falling on top of you. Oh, fudge. This is a DC 15 dexterity saving throw, and it's going to hurt if it lands on you. Oh, I bet. Six. I think I just got squished. Wait, so that, yeah, you said that. Yep, I think I get squished, boys. I rolled really low for my <laughs> damage. This thing falls on top of you, dealing only 20 damage, and you are currently pinned underneath it, though. Jesus Christ, map. Ow! That, that, that sucks. What's a dampener in my day? This was supposed to be happening, like, while the kobolds were fighting you and running and stuff. It was, it, it was a whole thing. You kind of ruined it by literally exploding that room. So, total of 51 damage. And that's Salduin's turn. Uh, I'm gonna... Grundle, are you good over here? Do what you gotta do! I'm gonna run away. Alright, I'm getting the fuck <laughs> out of here. Run. Oh my god, it hurts so bad. I'm gonna, uh, run away. <laughs> I'm gonna like, dimension door back out of... Uh, <laughs> just Grundle really... dropped. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna dimension door to the uh, other side of this, this kind of bridge uh, or gateway that has um, kind of separated the rest of the team from from these kobold war machines. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna make a note here that I am still laying down on the other side. Uh, I just fucking teleported over there. Yeah, got it. And. Okay. I don't think I have anything as a bonus action. Oliver! I dash to this point. <laughs> uh, uh, make a perception check. Yep. 17. Got it. So as you start to get to that, uh, as you get around this pit with the rock in it where Mr. Guy has been crushed, uh, you do, you are able to make out the outline of another pit. And you're able to kind of like skid to a stop. 
Uh, hey man, you gonna lay in that hole all day, or are you gonna come, you know, finish doing what we need to do? Some help would be appreciated. Ooh, I'm the wrong guy for that job. If not, unless you want to, unless you want a fireball down there. <laughs> if you're not gonna be helpful, would you kindly fuck off and help the others? <laughs> all right, and that's the end of my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be the kobolds. I think they are going to sling at Saldwin, uh with disadvantage. 13, 6, and 12. All three miss because they suck. Bring it on, scrubs. <sighs> War machines are up again. Uh, you see the glint in the driver's eye, Grundle, as it starts to spin out. And it's going to drive away from you. Uh, you can take an attack of opportunity. Uh, yeah. I'll use, um, Booming Blade. Oh, no, wait. No, I don't. I want to save my reaction. You want to save your reaction? Yeah. Okay. It is going to attempt to ram you. Uh, it's trying to push you. So this is going to be a contested strength save. I rolled a seven, though. Holy shit. A strength save? Yeah. Well, it's going to be athletics. Oh, athletics? Oh, no. What's your modifier? Because you rolled a four. What's your modifier? Nothing. It's plus zero. Oh, no. Grundle. Why'd you roll so low? Grundle, you get pushed into a trap. Runes burst out and glow. The first thing that happens is dispel magic is cast. So your okay. mage armor is lost. And My then, mage armor. Yeah, and your haste would be lost, too. Uh, I'm going to... Can I cast Counterspell on that? On a trap? I don't believe so. Casting a spell? Let me see how Glyph of Wording works. It dispels all of my magical effects? Yeah, it it just casts Dispel Magic. Can Counterspell be used against a Glyph of Wording? Uh, It's a reaction when you see a creature within 60 feet of you casting a spell. So no, it would not work. Mm. And then you need to make a uh, Charisma saving throw against hold person dc 18 wisdom 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 uh, 14 and with that you are held and paralyzed the other two are going to stay out of the rune uh, let's see come back down here and the one is going to try and ram you with its spiked wheel uh, 11 does that hit without mage armor probably not Mm-mm. or wait you're paralyzed so it has advantages doesn't it a 27 would, yeah, certainly. Paralyzed gives this, I think, gives advantage. Let me double check. Yep. Does it? Uh, any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker was in five feet. All right. So that's going to be another 2d10. I rolled low. Jesus Christ. Uh, nine uh, damage. I rolled a two and a one on my 2d10. And then there are going to be three fireballs spit at you, Zaldwin. 16... 20, or no, I'm sorry, 14, 12, and 10, because it's with disadvantage. You missed me again, scrub. But I am actually going to do a thing uh, on one of those. Okay. Never mind, I don't think it works. No, it doesn't work. Never mind. And I know it's a little bit awkward, but we're actually out of time. I think this is as good a place of any to take a pause. Uh, It's The fight has at least turned a little bit. Uh, Mr. Guy is trapped underneath a boulder. Uh, Zaldwin is hurt, and Grundle is currently being held in a rune with three of these war machines kind of like peeling out around him. 
So, I mean, it's a little bit of a cliffhanger. Right in it. <laughs> I don't love ending in the middle of combat, but we have to. So, thank you guys uh, for playing. Uh, that was crazy. Adamant and Florian, thank you for your Patreon submissions for NPCs. I totally intended them to be, like, here for the whole thing. Uh, but the dice were not in my favor early on. Players... Uh, thank you so much for participating in my little trapped hellhole of a kobold infested mountain. Uh, everyone, please check out the homebrewpodcast.com. It has links to our Discord, where you can hop in and hang out with us. also has links to our Patreon, which you can also find at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, where you can support the show. We uh, super appreciate getting to hang out with you on Discord, and any support that you're willing to put out there helps us keep going Thank you guys so much, everyone. I can't wait to get to episode 50 if we get there and my players don't kill me for all of my obnoxious traps. We'll see you next week on The Homebrew. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the Homebrew Wall of Fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to The Last Guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.